In June, KBMR will be celebrating its 45th birthday. This year, we'll be paying respects to two of our founding fathers, David Osborne and Charles Woods, by hosting a brunch at the Miners Foundry, much like the brunches that they would host when the building was still the American Victorian Museum. Partnering with KVMR for this celebratory brunch is Nevada County Pride, a local organization that celebrates and supports the LGBT community in western Nevada County, including in Grass Valley and Nevada City. I spoke with Yuli Pollan and Del Phoenix, two of Nevada County Pride's board members, to explore the ways that the accomplishments of Osborne and Woods can be linked to Pride as we know it today. And not just that, but also to highlight the ways that Nevada County Pride helps lift LGBT people living in our community. But first and foremost, I wanted to learn a bit about Dell and Yuli as individuals, as well as their personal connections to the Pride organization. First, we'll hear from Dell. So I came out as a bi in the early 1990s, and I was lucky enough to have the resource of a gay and lesbian community center that provided a youth group and other opportunities. I had a kid in my early 20s and moved up here to Nevada County in my late 20s in 2006 and went right back into the closet after a homophobic incident at the old Kmart. At the time, I was a single parent in a new town and I didn't feel safe to be out. It took another 10 years before I felt safe enough to come out again and find community. Um, In my mid-30s, I came out again as non-binary and began to find community and have been transitioning for the last few years. Many of my friendships have shifted during my transition, some for the better, and some of my family no longer accept any part of my identity. Um, I've had to learn how to advocate for my own needs to be addressed and respected correctly by my peers in the community, which often feels like an uphill battle. But overall, living authentically, feeling right in my body, and the impacts on my mental health of transition, finding community that shares my experience and even uh, the personal advocacy have all led to experiences that I wouldn't trade for anything. At the time that Dell moved to Nevada County, Pride organizations and LGBT community groups were much more difficult to find and access. Groups that did exist had to be low profile and cautiously mindful of who they allowed to join. We can imagine that for Charles and David, this kind of strain would only have been intensified. So my my personal uh, background, uh, I um, I actually grew up in Germany, was a little involved in the gay movement in the 1970s in Berlin, um, moved to California in the 80s, and uh, have been in Nevada City since 2000. That was Yuli. He lived in and around Nevada County when Osborne and Woods were still living in our community. Here's what he had to say about the general atmosphere of our area at that point in time. One of the... Um, attractions was that there was actually a lively gay community in the Nevada City Grass Valley area at the time and uh, so I felt like um, you know welcome that was mostly a social kind of a potluck uh, group um, and um, you know but it was a it was kind of a, a hook for me to you know become more interested and more involved in the community. Osborne and Woods were openly gay even as early as in the 1950s. How might that fact have contributed to the shaping of their professional and social careers? So life as an out gay couple between the 1950s through the 1980s probably would have been difficult at best, and being out as a gay couple in a rural town would have made it that much more difficult. Um, I think it's really important to understand the history of our community in this country. Um, Being lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgender made our community targets for the police and the federal government. Uh, beginning in the 1950s with the Lavender Scare and what's considered a mental illness until 1974. And then, of course, the AIDS crisis decimated a very large part of the boomer generation due to the moral panic that was associated with the virus. 
Since the Pride Movement began in 1970, we've made several gains in receiving basic human rights for health care, marriage equality, and to not be discriminated against in housing or employment. But it's important to know that many of us in this country still don't have full rights and that the transgender community specifically is currently fighting over 543 bills in legislatures across the country to limit or remove entirely our rights to health care, the ability to use public restrooms without harassment, the ability to participate in sports, freedom of expression in a lot of areas, including clothing and performance, and in some cases, the ability for transgender children to stay with their families. And I share all of this to highlight the enormity of the issues that our community has faced and to remind the public that our community still has a long way to go in terms of gaining full access to basic human rights. You know, I was born in Woods. I talked to my uh, friend uh, Dennis Lauderdale uh, just yesterday who met his partner Dennis um, in 1959 at age 18 and they they're still together now, live in Nevada City. Yeah, they were the, the Jacks, you know, Little Jack and Big Jack, you know, who owned uh, who owned a restaurant, which is uh, the, the restaurant at Sacramento and Broad Street, right there in the in, in the hillside above the creek, uh, which was a big uh, social gathering space for anyone. But you know, it definitely had a, a strong gay flavor to it, from what I understand. And then also Lou Ferretto and Danny Tanner, who had a business in town. They all were out. And uh, from what I understand from Dennis is that uh, a lot of young people just like uh, David and uh, Charles came to town, very open-minded and accepting. Um, so they there was a lively, a lively uh, group of out people there um, even then. So what is Pride? And what might Pride have looked like for Charles and David, given the constraints of their time? So there's a large crossover between queer values and many of the values that are embodied in Nevada County culture, including autonomy, um, collectivity, community, creativity, um, identity, solidarity, liberation, and you know, non-normativity. Osborne and Woods definitely embodied all of these qualities and used these to bring Pride home to a very practical, everyday lived experience in their work. And they're, you know, just in their general celebration of life itself. I think that if a larger public celebration of pride had been safe for them to create and participate in, that, you know, all of these values would have been centered in that celebration as well. Today, with organizations like Nevada County Pride, many LGBT members of our community have access to support and celebration in a way that may not have seemed possible before. So how exactly does this organization function? And what kind of encouragement can people expect to receive from it? Nevada County Pride began as a group of community members who would meet monthly for a potluck. Uh, this was a very tight-knit group of people, and they had to be very careful about safety. Um, over the past few years, uh, Nevada County LGBTQ plus community members have been increasing the number of events and visibility in the community from both Nevada County Pride as well as several other groups. Last year, Nevada County Pride invited several community members to discuss how uh, the group could better serve the community, and we found consensus in the need for a community hub and expansion of resources and services. Currently, we have a website that lists our events, as well as local and, and uh, regional resources, and we are continuing to host the potlucks every month, and we are hosting Nevada County's first Pride event this August, along with our many other events in the community. And we are collaborating with several other groups to provide education, support, and visibility to our community. We're getting ready to launch a needs assessment to help determine what needs are still unmet in the county and how we can work to meet these 
and we are creating space for more collaboration and expansion in the future. Resources and events can be found online at nevadacountypride.org. You can get tickets for the upcoming brunch and find out more at kvmr.org. We hope you can join us on Sunday, June 11th from 10.30 to 2 p.m. at the Miners Foundry. For KVMR, I'm Julia Jem.